Welcome to Lean Six Leadership. That is the Lean with the number six leadership.com, where I discuss ins and outs of quality engineering, uh, quality management program, and project management, how to apply it to your daily life. I'm a certified Six Sigma Master Black Belt and a recovering project management professional. I've been in manufacturing in one capacity or another for the last 20 plus years. <coughs> in this episode, we're going to talk about Lean versus Six Sigma. There's a difference between them. So we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the differences. We're going to talk about uh, why one versus the other. We're not going to say that one is better than the other. They're both they both have their place. Uh, it's their their tools. And like with any tools used appropriately, they're very effective. But when you don't use them appropriately, they're dangerous to the user. Um, <coughs> like um, a lean implementation, you're you're about the elimination of waste. But let, let's back that up a little bit. Let's back that up a little bit. Lean elimination of waste. Six Sigma elimination of variation. That's a very important distinction between the two. Some people will say, well, um, you eliminate variation, you eliminate waste. Not necessarily. Sometimes you kind of want that variation there. If you have predictable variation, you kind of want it. And what I mean by that is that if, if you have a process that's under control, and you know what the variation is going to be from point A to point B, you kind of want to keep it that way. You don't want to start screwing around with it too much. See, that's that gets into a uh, very, very definite thing, uh, especially when you're dealing with project and project collection. That gets that's a whole animal of itself. It's its own series of podcasts for at least three episodes. Uh, so that is not a short subject. But in an implementation for um, for lean, it's all about getting rid of waste. So you're looking at it how how the um, how much money is wasted, how much time is wasted, how much people's efforts are, are wasted by whatever actions, and you're trying to eliminate those down as much as possible. Purists will sit there and say, well, variation is waste too, isn't it? Not necessarily. Because you'll get uh, times where variation is where you want it to, where you, where you kind of want the outcomes to be on the extremes. Or, on, or more often than not, they'll tell you, depending on the what you're doing and, and how you're doing it, like, um, if you're doing a standard manufacturing, where you're doing, you know, if you're doing a high volume kind of thing, then you want to stay on the nominal as much as possible. You don't want to, you don't want to play with the extremes in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't do you any good. You don't make any money. It's, it's a waste of your time. Now, if you're in a low volume situation. Sometimes you might want to play closer to the extremes. It might actually benefit your your customer uh, to play in the extremes like that. It happens from time to time. Now you get uh, you get those people that play 
that play in the entire spectrum, extremes and, and anomal. Um, no, that's not a linear six sigma game at all. Matter of fact, um, you get into we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Was that gets into design? Um, it's it's actually a place where you can't use lean or six sigma. Lean six sigma is great for development, awesome for development. But as far as design is concerned, when you're doing your first initial trying to determine how you're going to make something, research and development, things of that nature, well, Lean or Six Sigma doesn't do any good. Uh, because in those cases, waste can be your friend. And that's kind of an important thing for the, um, for, um, how should I put this? If you're doing a research and development deal and you're trying to find out uh, if it works or not, you know, Lean Six Sigma is not the place for you because if you're trying to eliminate waste, then a lot of your activities in research and development are waste. And they can lead to either a new product or an improvement on the product or whatever. So, and Six Sigma great for development because at that point you're trying to drive out variation you're trying to drive out the extremes at that point uh, but as far as research oh heck no those variations might be what make a difference so if you're doing research if you're doing new product uh, you know development sure that great stuff but if you're doing research where you're trying to come up with new stuff or you're trying to improve something of the product itself, well, Lean Six Sigma is not your place. So how do we, so let's do, talk about usage. Um, lean, production floor, visual, it's all about driving out that, driving out the waste of time, uh, waste of energy, waste of all the, the, the seven standard wastes. Uh, you know, some people try to tack onto it, but there's ways to make those arguments for purists. You know, they, there's ways to easily make those arguments about, you know, what is waste, what isn't waste, and, and whatnot. And you have people trying to add on to it and trying to do some of these crazy, uh, crazy, crazy things. Uh, it always happens the way it is. Now, the, the actual usage of Six Sigma, the driving out of variation, the, the, the just, just a relentless pursuit of, of the nominal, of the mediocrity. Yes, it's, a, I mean, they'll sit there and say, yeah, it's the pursuit of perfection. Yeah, perfection insofar as the, uh, as it goes as far as, um, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to have zero defects. You're not going to make an error. But in reality, it's mediocrity. Because what are you doing? You're going for the median. You're going for the mean. You're going for the average. Um, and, and you don't want the extremes at all. So if you understand statistics like you're supposed to, then you get it's a run for the middle, the run for the center, the run for the mean, the run for the average. And that's good because you don't want the extremes. You don't want the high ends and the low ends.
so you try to find ways of, of um, matching that out. Now, the execution, those are actually pretty simple. I talked about it in a previous episode uh, where I was talking about project charters. You charter both of them. If you're doing a lean implementation, you, you charter it. You make sure that everybody understands it, and then you have something that reports out, and everybody can see it. Holy crap, what's up with that? Everybody can see it? Yes, everybody can see it. You find some place to post the running data of your key process indicators or your KPIs. You figure out what those are. What are the CTQs, critical to quality items? And you make sure that you identify what those are. You make sure that they align with the customer requirements. You make sure that everybody knows what they are and how they impact and where they impact and when they impact and who they impact and why. Okay, cool. That's great. Now you make sure you post it frequently. And keep it in a regular posting. You don't vary that up. You let everybody know. You And they can see it for themselves. But they don't need to see that. I mean, that's the money side of things. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm not posting the dollars. If they can figure that out for themselves, awesome. Uh, promote them. Guys, everybody knows it's not a charity. Yeah, you don't want to talk about it because here in the United States, there's a cultural thing about money that we're not... We're not blind to it. However, you, you don't want to, you know, talk about your process with your competitors, but all these people are part of the process, so you don't want them to see the results that they're really looking. You tend to get more feedback out of it. They tend to turn around and make things even better. So that way their ideas are churning, their mind is churning, and they're coming up with more stuff. Make sure you rewards. Reward, reward, reward. You don't have to do monetary rewards all the time. Pats on the back. Acknowledge that they did good. And this has got to come from senior level management. Yeah, I get it. You don't have time. Make the time. Make the time. Yeah, there's going to be some people out there, they don't take that kind of compliment well, they don't, you know, whatever. Deep down, they still want to hear it. Maslow's people, Maslow's. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. This is stuff is not new, it's not rocket science. This stuff is about human psychology. You want, you want a better performing facility you want you want to be able to pr produce you want to be able to have provide a service that people will will per pay for you make sure that people performing the service people running the equipment people doing what whatever it is that they do for you you let them know how good a job they're doing and if they're screwing up let them know that's the thing. It's got to be an honest culture both ways. Because we're talking about a culture of improvement. A culture of improvement 
has to have clarity. That's why you have the tools from both. They're so they're so visual because people react better by what they see than what they read. Yeah, you get the odd duck that can that can you know they can read a paragraph and they're all better off than seeing the picture next to it. That's that's not the norm. That's not the average. Remember I said about mediocrity? Okay. Now, what's the best of both? Yeah, I, my first implementation was 5S. Uh, it was a production. It was not. It was a, a repair shop. It was an electronics repair shop. Yeah. No, you can't do Lean Six Sigma and repair. There's no way you can standardize and all them. <laughs> I did it. I, oh, I'll tell you this much, though. I was one of the people that said I couldn't do it. I, I was a concrete head. Yes. Didn't expect to hear that, did you? I was a concrete head. I was horrible. Oh, I went along with the requirements to shadow box my drawers so my tools are in place. And I even would shadow box. I would even shadow out where my lunchbox would go and my little radio. So I, you know, I, was, I was a smart ass. You don't want to know how bad I was. Now, what does that got to do with anything? What does it got to do with 5S versus 6S and all the other stuff that we got here? Now, let's say, you know, 5S versus 6S. 5S, it's the standard sword, standardized, sustain, and shine, all, all the rest of the stuff. Yeah, I messed it up. I'm not worried about it. I sit down and I do the implementation and I'll have the whole thing there. I'm not I've got a whole thing for that. I got a whole box full of stuff for that. Now 6S. Uh safety. All the other stuff reinforces safety because well uh, insurance cost. <laughs> well, no, it's more than that. Uh you got to have that. You got to have that because in the, at least in the U.S., it, it matters because uh, they'll try it for a shortcut, and if you if you don't keep a reminder in there, people somebody will try for that shortcut. It's just too it's just too easy, too easy. Now PDCA versus DMAIC, you know, plan, do, check, act versus define, measure, analyze, improve, control. Yes, I got it right. Now, um, now. They're not the same. Remember, lean, PDCA, plan, do, check, act. It's about getting rid of waste. You're, you're not wasting your time on anything. Whereas define, measure, analyze, you're going back and forth. You're floating between measure, analyze, measure, analyze. And then you do an improvement cycle. And then you go back to measure. And then you might dig into control. I mean, you're, you're, you're floating back and forth through these through these processes so much. Um, in a project, 
and you're doing iterations and back and forth it's it can get crazy if you're not careful this plan do check act you plan it you do it that do it okay back you know make this change plan it out again do it again very simple now I already talked about research it's not a good place but development Six Sigma and Lean are great in development because it's about the whole sustainment portion of Lean really is great for development because you're looking at ways of making something stay centered on what you're doing and you're trying to stay centered on that whole remember talking about mediocrity again median, mean mean all that stuff well that's what you're doing you're, you're pushing you're pushing for that and in design when you're doing your when you're designing your sustainment portion that's where you're that's where you're going whereas with um, Six Sigma you can use some of the same tools and go back and forth like Femia is awesome you know uh, process mapping is ubiquitous between both because in your in your steps, the first thing you're doing is your processing mapping. Current state. Get your current state. Get your current state. Always get your current state. Oh, we're gonna talk about process mapping. And then we'll probably talk about cause mapping too. It's a whole other thing. Apollo method, baby. Guess who's certified in it? <laughs> okay. Um <clears throat> Yeah, you've got all of these different ways of handling it um, and all these different tools in the design box to, to build it up and they merge very nicely between each other but when not to use them that's research 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 development yeah you can use it in development but that depends it depends. Regular work a day work or pro special projects. These these tools are very good. They're awesome. But research keep them away from a laboratory. <laughs> now, when you go to the development cycle, you kind of need it. But when you're doing research, when you're coming up, because trust me, the whole thing, the microwave oven would not have come about in a Lean Six Sigma shop. It wouldn't have. Look that up. Look up how that happened. And the Hershey Company with their aluminum foil will thank you very much. Now, another situation where you don't use either, you get a customer complaint. And you find out it was just a just, just a fix it kind of thing. You don't need to go through a plan do check act cycle. You don't need to go through a six sigma. Just fix it. Remember, you're not wasting time variability. So it was a, just a fix it because somebody, you know, it was a true negligence or it was a paperwork snafu because somebody didn't, because somebody wrote text instead of test. I've actually seen that happen. I've seen a customer go 
go just lose their lose their brain over it. Caused a three month delay because it was a had to do an investigation or corrective action and implementation. I mean, it was it was brutal, brutal. But we got it going. We made it work. Right, so basically, you know, just fix it. But watch out for your customer. They're, you know, manage that expectation because they're going to sit there and you need to do this and prevent it from happening ever again. And it's like, oh, it was a typo. It was a stinking that three people mixed because X and S come up. It happens. It happens. I've seen it. I've seen. I've seen it from the best. I'm seeing it from the absolute best that that happens. And it just goes, oh my god, oh, and the customer went bananas. It was is it was nuts, nuts. But still, paperwork issue. What I mean by paperwork issues, the procedure was this, the the the, the documentation was that. Um, was it truly a paperwork issue? Yeah, do, you do your investigation. You, you got to do that. And least like someone helps with that. And that's, you know, really good with that. So we use the tools anyway. But you don't have to on some things when it's just so glaringly obvious. Um, you know, you don't have to go that far just to go ahead and do a, 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 a project and make it happen. So, like I said, paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. If it's a paperwork issue, that's a just fix it. You don't need to go through the whole thing. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a um, mistyping, or the procedure just didn't have this in it. We were doing it. I mean, if the, if the process, they're actually doing it in the process, and the problem is, is that the process is not reflected in the paperwork. That's a just do it. <laughs> you don't need to go through a whole anything to make that one happen. Now, are we ready for story time? Here we go. Story time with Martin again. I leaned out that, I'm going to talk about that leaning out the, uh, I was on the second shift uh, when I was first cutting my teeth on lean and I was told about this whole lean Six Sigma thing and uh, we're going to implement this stuff and like I said, it was my second shift so 2 o'clock in the afternoon about 11 o'clock at night plus or minus do some overtime here and there, whatever um, I was also working on my master's in business administration at the time so we're MBA at the time and um, and the company was going in this whole lean, make yourself uh, more, uh, uh, what you call it, um, uh, more more lean, more dynamic, more all this other stuff. Old company too, it was an old company, old British company. And with, with places in the States. They're still around, but they weren't doing what I was doing at the time. They went into some other businesses. Um, 
Matter of fact, they sold that business to another company. And so we, but we implemented it. We, matter of fact, the, the hop, you know, they had one place that they'd implemented it, but then we did ours at our facility uh, with what I did, uh, coupled with a couple other people there. We became the model for the rest. And, and the problem that I've come across now is whenever a company starts throwing up lean and they're, they're trimming things out and whatnot, they're looking to sell. They're looking to sell parts off. Uh, they're not bringing on lean to improve it, just to improve it and to cut costs. They're, they're looking to sell, especially a company that's been running stuff for 30 years and has done Lean Six Sigma implementations in the past. They start bringing stuff up, they're, they're selling pieces. They're trying to put lipstick on a pig. That's what they're doing. So be wary when you see when you see C-level people talking Lean Six Sigma, lean, 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 make it, you know, reduce cost, reduce cost, reduce cost. Don't be surprised to find something getting sold soon. I've, I've seen it happen time and time again. Um, and I know the science. I mean, it is what it is. Now, putting it in on that line, it was doing the repair and what rework and all that stuff. It was pretty. It was pretty interesting on, on how we did it. I mean, there was there was common stuff and there was not so common stuff, and how you worked it and when you worked it and all this other stuff. And you know, there was coordination between other areas doing other things. So there was a lot of coordination that had to go on, a lot of communication and you, then you had the boards going up and you had to implement all that so it made for, made for an interesting made for an interesting time then implementing Six Sigma doing a Six Sigma project that was a little different, you don't engage in those just because you want to make the company look better no, you engage in those because you're trying to really do something and, and drive down issues. And, you know, they'll, they'll do it as a band-aid effect. Uh, That's a problem. And I, I did a Six Sigma, I did one Six Sigma project. Oof, oh boy. It was, it was brutal. Um, it, we had, it, it took us like, God, how long did it take us to do that one? Four months. It was four months between the customer and us and like two other suppliers and, and, and coordinate time on a, to do testing and when we were done we came up with some really cool stuff out of that um, but still communication was the, was the key we had to coordinate and make sure everybody understood what was going on who was doing what and when um, make sure the orders were put in the right way and oof boy. I learned a lot on that one too at the same time. I was already a black belt by then. Um, actually, I was master black belt by that point. Uh, doing that one. Uh, Talk about complex and whatnot. So those are those are the, the fun fun ones and I've got a few others uh, that, but I'm not going to go into them. There's just, just know that when you do a lean implementation 
make sure you're putting in the time to really understand the process. Six Sigma, that's built in. That's part of it. That's part of the defined portion of it. But with Lean, you got to understand your process. Well, same with Six Sigma to an extent, but with Lean, it's even more so. Well, that was quick. Not only discussed that uh, whole uh, Lean versus Six Sigma bit. Let me know some items you might want to hear about. Lean the number six leadership.com. You can find me on Twitter at 40MLSS Engineer. Or look me up on Facebook or LinkedIn for Martin Hickey. You'll find me on there. It's not hard. I mean, there's a lot of Martin Hickeys in the world, but you'll find me at some point. Just look for the Lean Six Sigma, right? Many of me. And of course, I do reference the website, lean6leadership.com. Lean, L E A N, the number six, leadership, L E A D E R S H I P, dot com. Um, like I said, you can look me up on any of those others if you want something specific uh, you know, to talk about. Go ahead and hit me up on one of those. Um, eventually, get some videos going. I'm working on those. It's taking me a little while. I'm working on a couple other things too. So let me know, and we'll get it to you. We'll make it. We'll make it uh, really cool. Later.